Hey there, welcome to the Universe Pondering Itself podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Radiance. If you're looking for a way to manifest goodness, money, your greatest dreams, you have come to the right place. I'm so stoked you're here. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get started. episode, I have the honor of interviewing Seth Devine. His mission is to see people living to be the best, most full, and accepted selves they can be in this world. He's been diving into the gifts of intuition since 2009. He's been stepping into the field of intuitive coaching and guiding people towards their most empowered selves. He believes if we have a world of people tuned in and tapped into their core, we will see the world and environment become a much better place. Hmm, I love that. It's my honor and privilege to introduce my dear friend, Seth Devine. Hello. Hello. Uh, I do have Sierra in the room. She's 
playing Animal Crossing. I don't know if you've heard of the game, but she's oh, off to yeah. the side. Oh yeah, yeah I have played... siblings who are obsessed with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of a a sweeping trend across the nation right now with all the quarantining and stay at home. I've definitely definitely been playing my fair share as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's one way to pass the time. I feel yeah. I've been um working on music a lot, but yeah, mm-hmm. there's there's lots of different ways to spend the quarantine. It's really funny because with the newest Animal Crossing, there's like an online feature and uh <laughs> yeah, sure. It was um it was really fun. Um I was interacting with people online, just like having some deep conversations through like typing and texting. There was just so much comedy in it all. And it was almost like oh, wow. joyous. It was really funny. Um yeah. I, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just um kind of digging into the the digital realm you know mm-hmm. uh, almost sounds like a black mirror episode <laughs> have For you seen sure. black I, mirror? I have not i think i've yeah sierra's like it's so good <laughs> <laughs> oh it's like her favorite show maybe i should give it a shot um you oh, know yeah. i think i've heard watching it many other times before but like just whatever reasons at the time that I was in I'm like this just feels like it might be too heavy for where I'm at like where I was in the past so I could probably mm-hmm. give it a shot now oh yeah anyway. yeah exactly because if you're not in the like if you're not in the right headspace you're not going to absorb it the way that you're meant to sometimes it's just yeah. better to to wait until yeah. it feels right it's a mind fuck <laughs> though I'm warning you <laughs> yeah I'm prepared for that <laughs> But anywho, <laughs> so to have like some questions in mind is the question. Well, well, not specifically, but I feel like um, the nature of these interviews have been just kind of more organic, not um, yeah. quite so query driven. That makes um, sense. Yeah. And so with the last interview, um, my dear friend Willow, uh, you might have met her at Beloved last year. She actually... I just had the idea that um, she could do a tarot reading for the state of the planet. And she did. And it was Mm. awesome. And that was just, you know, a very serendipitous uh, affair. So I kind of like that um, element where um, it allows for surprising magical things to happen. Definitely. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, I guess to start, would you like to tell the list more about your spirit persona, Seth Divine? Talk mm-hmm. more about that and your path and your journey. Sure, sure. So, yeah, as you heard, my name is Seth Divine. I am turning 30 this month. Um, you know, one of my main goals in life is to be an intuitive life coach. And, you know, I've been walking the path, following my intuition for a while and you know just really honing in on my gifts and yeah it's been it's been a beautiful journey so far of this last decade basically i i do see a lot of positives coming out of everything that's happening right now and my own personal journey and that of you know humanity at large i think people are you know waking up from certain states of complacency you know i can see how mm-hmm. i've had my moments of awakening and you know taking little like spiritual naps, you could say for like a year or two in my mid twenties, you know, for various reasons, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I just really want to, you know, continue to foster healthy community, trustworthy community, people being their authentic, full, raw selves, you know, just a little bit about me there. <laughs> it's great. I feel like using that gift to help others can help us stay afloat. Um, If you're listening to this, I assume you live in the first world, you have access to clean water, you have access to healthy food, you are blessed, you have lots of opportunity in front of you, 
So bearing that in mind, I think is what has keep from going down the path of like depression and, and one day we'll all return to the cosmic mother and yeah, it's, um, it's life's a very double-edged sword. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I think during this time we're seeing that double-edged sword, as you call it, you know, cut deep Mm -hmm. into the core of people, um, even if they don't want to be cut deep into. And, you know, our inner selves are surfacing during this time of stress and compression, you know, being between Mm -hmm. a rock and a hard place. You know, people are losing their job. They're losing their securities, the things that they were putting their hope and investment in and their energy. And I think all of us, you know, no matter who we are, what walk of life we come in during these times, that or we succumb to the pressure. And like you said, there might be forms of depression. You know, people might try to numb themselves, whoever, whatever it is. And uh, mm-hmm. it's so for that reason as well, like there's many silver linings. And that's one of them. These types of situations and world crisis, uh, pandemic, health scare, however you want to look at it, it's, mm-hmm. it's bringing out people's true forms and selves whether or not they like them or not, or they've been faced with themselves, you know, looking in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really Mm -hmm. good point. Anyone who was just like running on autopilot before, maybe it's been really positive for them because they don't have a two hour commute to work anymore. So yeah, there's a lot of, I think a lot of blessings have surmounted for some people, but then for others who didn't really know what to do with the idle time before this pandemic. Now, what's some advice you'd give for someone who just maybe they're, you know, pretty isolated, living alone on their own. Mm. I'm trying to step outside of my perspective and yeah, just kind of envision what someone who they're just completely alone right now or feeling mm. very alone. What's some advice you yeah. would give them? Yeah, I know that this is a tricky time for people who feel alone or isolated, who live alone, or perhaps live with people who they don't feel like they connect with. If the stay at home order isn't too strict, um, I would mm-hmm. encourage people to still take walks and, you know, get out into nature. Um, yeah. First off, I, I feel that that's one way to kind of lift the isolation cloud that we sometimes feel because, you know, even walking in nature by yourself, you can suddenly feel a bit more connected to the world around you and just letting oh the... God elements touch you, you know, the, the sun and hearing the birds and perhaps Mm -hmm. going barefoot in the grass, you know, however you want to name it, you know, and beyond that, beyond taking that time Mm -hmm. to be outside, I would encourage people to utilize new ways of connecting with people online that perhaps they're not used to, like maybe finding a new network or a new group to connect with, you know, something that feels Mm-hmm. Like perhaps something that they've been curious about for a while. Now they have more time because perhaps they're off of work. Dive into some of the the passions or connect with other people who connect over those same things, whatever that subject may be. I mean, there's people doing live streams of dancing and art. In fact, I even uh, you know heard of a local community here just outside of Eugene that I frequent often called Lost Valley. And they're doing a large event tomorrow that's going to involve video, one-on-one interaction, meditation circle, and dance and ecstatic dance. It's really fascinating what they're fostering. They're doing something very unique. And a lot of communities are, you know, stepping outside the boxes. Isolation doesn't have to look so daunting. You know, even what we're doing right Mm -hmm. now with this podcast and reaching out to people you know, people already listen and consume podcasts and listen to interviews. But I think that there's probably a lot more of that happening right now, a lot more use of the technology and listening and, you know, engage with people in new ways that perhaps you hadn't before. That's definitely another trick is to just just keep an open mind, be willing to dive in. Awareness is important. You know, I have been myself focused mostly on people's personal health and their well-being and the balance of mental and physical energy mm-hmm. and keeping their heart in check. You know, these are things that I've been trying to advocate for both in myself and my own walk during this time of staying at home. Yeah. Uh, you know, also just, oh, you know, I, the nature of being because, an empath. You know, <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, and, and this is ultimately kind of how I live anyways, outside of the pandemic, there's just something mm-hmm. to be said about being in tune with yourself that I think inherently we'll start connecting you more with nature around you and the community at large and, you know, humanity. It's really beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it is. 
No, I agree wholeheartedly. Mm. I actually been starting to listen to this podcast called Mushroom Revival. And they go deep Mm. in like the biomechanisms of mushrooms and how very much we are connected to the spores of mushrooms and how our DNA is similar to this of mushrooms. And it's just fascinating to go deep into these topics that they never taught us in school. You know, like Mm. you just kind of have to be curiously driven and just kind of explore these topics on your own. We still have running water. We still have electricity. In fact, you know, the companies are promising to keep it on and not turn things off for people right now, which inherently like they make more than enough money anyways. So, you know, just like, (laughs) right. (laughs) It's just great that there are absolutely systems in place um, Mm -hmm. more than perhaps we would have imagined in this scenario. Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard it said people trying to sometimes compare it to the great depression and how that's probably not very accurate because of how very different the world system was in this country. Yeah. People were so Mm -hmm. much more destitute. Mm -hmm. Talk about isolation in, in, in the 1930s. You know, I actually have done some like field studies on the depression and, you know, you look at old photographs and you can, you just pick up on certain details. Like, you know, there's, there, there's barely access to snail mail. (laughs) So it's just like, right. So vastly different. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's like night and day a hundred years ago. But what's interesting Mm -hmm. is like, I wonder was were things really that much different a hundred years before then, like in, Mm -hmm. 1830 no it's probably about the same maybe more a little more native land a little more native peoples being able to do what they wanted before the white people came in and Mm. just colonized everything (sighs) Mm -hmm. particularly on the west coast here yeah i think it was around the 1800s that things started really getting colonized around the west coast if i'm not mistaken yeah So Mm. I feel like one of my, you know, main like purposes in life is to educate people on how we can decolonize by learning exactly Mm. what your heritage is and forgiving your ancestors for the transgressions that brought you here today. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh boy. I know that's, that's (laughs) a healing path. It's a healing journey. And I've, I've been some of these discussions, but not usually to a deep degree when it comes to say my own ancestry, you know, I haven't submitted my full DNA idea of my ancestry, but I'm not going to claim that that's like completely accurate either. And yeah, it's not because in terms of karyotype tests, the way that they work is they compare your DNA data genomes against every Mm -hmm. other person's genome structure in the database. And that's how they determine what your heritage is, which is accurate to a point, but you only have that pool of 250,000, say, individuals. That and do not, whatever you do, do not um, submit your DNA to Ancestry.com because Ancestry.com is owned by the Latter-day Saints. All all bad. Um, I don't know why they want everyone's DNA structure. It's kind of creepy if you ask me but um mm-hmm. i actually mm-hmm. submitted a a karyotype test to 23andme which they will mm-hmm. study your genome structure for advancing science and medical practices which i support if you're gonna mm-hmm. get a karyotype test or if you know anyone who's mm-hmm. considering it whatever you do do not use ancestry.com unless you want to support the latter day saints which is a whole nother can of worms. I don't think we're going to go to, <laughs> or I don't think we're going to go into that this episode. <laughs> well, that's, that's still, it's still worthwhile notation. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, without going into it, what would you say to people that already did submit to ancestry.com for instance, because I'm sure that there could be people that have done that, that are um, listening. Well, I would say, <laughs> uh, look into, um, uh, the origins of ancestry.com and you'll see that it's very closely tied to the Latter-day Saints and they have a lot of money and Mm -hmm. they are interested in advancing medical science in a way that is more in line with their doctrine. So it's not true Mm -hmm. medical science. Let's put it that Mm -hmm. way. So why would you want to support that? Um, 
Fair enough. Fair enough.
there's a lot of disinformation in the information age. I feel like a lot of time I'm sending people links being like, no, what you really want? they're like, what do you think? Mm, I don't know about that video, but here's something that's actually going to provide you sources, going to let you do your own research. It's not just opinion based. And they're like, oh, wow, thanks. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's great to be an advocate for people doing their own research and gaining insight mm -hmm. is, like you said, not opinion-based insight. Mm -hmm. That is important in, in this day and age. And and I'm always finding my own balance between my intellect and intuition. You know, I think mm -hmm. that both play such a beautiful role in one another. Neither one has to be so steeped in opinion, you know, <laughs> neither right. side. So. Yeah, well, when we let the observing self dictate what we do, there's a lot less judgment, you know? There's mm -hmm. a lot less opinion. There's a lot more guiding light and purpose through our spirit guides that have mm -hmm. been to this cosmic ocean and many others and can see the big picture. And so if we could transmute mm -hmm. even just a millimeter of that wisdom, that I think could make a ripple effect of a difference in the world and improving the state of the planet and improving people's states of mind. Yeah, that's, that seems to be pretty much in alignment with if people just simply being more attuned with themselves is going to make this world a better place. It's, you know, again, going back to what people can be doing during this time of the pandemic, do, you know, I also strongly encourage do whatever you can to find more of who you are. One of my mm -hmm. phrases uh, mm -hmm. on my business cards, they just say, awaken your core, you know, like mm -hmm. there's, there's, I think so much of us that have for times been lulled to sleep by perhaps repetition or monotony or mm -hmm. outside stimulus that is draining us or taking our energy. Mm -hmm. um, there's just very true, you know, and core strength is important in so many ways. <laughs> keep the fire alive, but then also um, keep your core strong belly button to spine. Otherwise you're going to have back problems later on in life. Another thought that I had when you were, when you were speaking on people finding who they are to the core and having this time that's not steeped in routine. If you find out who you are to the core, then you're a lot more willing to defend your rights and your ethics, which is what we need. We mm. need a society that's not asleep. We need a society that that's is informed. Brilliant. We need a society mm -hmm. that's going to push the vote in the Heartland America because Heartland America is what voted trump in you know yeah 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 definitely yeah i i completely agree with that so if the if hmm. if, if the listeners you know take those mm -hmm. those steps towards self-care and, and understanding exactly who they are and understanding what their ethics are maybe mm -hmm. we can actually um uh reinstate some of the um some of the laws to protect mother earth that Trump has rolled back on because he's just focused on the right. money. He's like 73 years old. He just wants to line his pocketbooks and make sure that he can pay for his legacy and whatever. He's not focused yeah. on the big picture. And, you know, even as many memes as there have been for Greta Thunberg, <laughs> she's right. If I was 16 on this planet, I would be pissed too. I mean, I'm 32 on this planet and I'm pissed. I'm like in between, you know, like, like I get the perspective of the boomers, but I also, I'm angry, young and poor, like a lot of other millennials <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because it's just yeah. the American dream never existed. It was, it was only a, a made up scenario to keep the economy afloat after world war two. That's it. All that that, that did is put sense. people yep. in massive <laughs> amounts of debt. That's all it did. Mm -hmm. And the environmental debt, the debt that we're putting yeah. the environment through, the stress, the destruction, that that debt, which is actually a lot worse than the financial debt. You know, like that is stuff that Absolutely. is a lot, it takes a lot, you know, it takes a lot more work to clean up the environment and create cleaner waters and regrow forests than it does to, you know, line the checkbooks again and, you know, get a house right. paid off those things are inherently like draining people's energy. And, and those things are distracting from people's ability to focus on what could be seen as the more important things in life and that this world mm -hmm. needs to be looked at. I see all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. The environmental debt is a lot more important than the financial debt. And if we can get that through these policymakers' thick skulls, <laughs> the world mm -hmm. would be a better place. Yeah. But 
they're in the business of doing the polar opposite. I just did this, uh, this investigative essay into why so many people denying climate change. There's a lot. I think it's only less than half of Americans believe that there's a problem because they're not, they're like, Oh, but the planet actually seems to be getting colder. I'm like, well, You got to focus on the Mm -hmm. big picture. And I learned that a lot of the environmental news, and it's not a lot that's reported annually, it occupies maybe 5% of the entire Mm -hmm. media reach. A lot of the time, more than half of the time, what you're reading is direct ad copy from the corporations that have their toes dipped in the environmental sectors that rule the world. Hard journalism is dead. Yeah, such a good point. It's... It's also fascinating, you know, doing this interview and dialogue. I go mm-hmm. back to like my my passion originally when I was thinking of going to college, which I decided not to because of travel and my lifestyle in my early mm-hmm. 20s and also debt and various other reasons. Um, I was mm-hmm. also in the Cincinnati area at the time. And I just didn't feel called to stay there. Mm-hmm. I was going to be a photojournalist journalist. I was going to do the photography and writing side of reporting what's going on in this world and showing people oh, perspectives wow. visually you know, my own personal insight and observations. You seem to have a heart for those sorts of things as well, just based upon everything you've shared with me and what I know with you and having interacted with you and, you know, your boyfriend, like, you know, you you both seem like very, like, you want to see more in this world and you want to see more, you know, earth and nature consciousness and appreciation of all of that. Yeah. Just some reflection there. Oh, that's very kind. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's very insightful Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. And I appreciate how when we were traveling, passing through, you just opened up your home to us, no questions asked, and we were able to make a delicious meal. And, you know, there was just like beautiful community and sharing and kindness and compassion. And I hope that we can share more of that sometime in the future. It sucks that right now for everyone's protection, because no one wants to be a vector in this illness that we have to social distance. And again, um, you know, the fact that that's a recommendation from the media and the media is very deceptive. China was trying to, they were trying to say, Oh yeah, the, the coronavirus is came and went, you know, no, that's not the case. There's still definitely more and more outbreaks occurring all over different provinces. And they're just Mm -hmm. trying to kind of settle down the media because they were the epicenter. And I was doing some research yesterday. There's a virology clinic in Wuhan in China, and they've Mm -hmm. been conducting research testing SARS and coronavirus-like diseases in lab rats for the last 15 years and then a lab (laughs) a lab scientist from the clinic said there's a possibility that it may have gotten out to the general public it's like open information and everybody's coming to all these weird conspiracy theories and i'm like uh yeah it's it's, it's a little more black and white Wuhan, the fact that that's the city it started in is the most likely scenario, probably at this point, even whether it was accidental or intentional, I'm not trying to argue either side of that. Um, Mm -hmm. It could have very well just been an accidental release, like something that got on somebody's clothing or some other liquid or fluid, who knows what it's just, that is a very likely scenario. And it does seem that more evidence may be surfacing presently, even over the last week that supports the reality that it came from the lab. And that's the thing. Like people are getting so what's the word? Yeah. You mentioned the conspiracy theory. There's so many different conspiracy theories rising and don't get me wrong. I'm sure that there's some issues with 5g. I think that's probably being blown out of proportion and it's being like (laughs) unreasonably connected to the coronavirus. You know, it doesn't seem too too hippie. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Sure. And I mean, we love the hippies, right? You know, we've, we're, yeah. we're at Beloved Festival. We love we love the hippies, but, you know, right. some of their theories are a little far out, you know? Yes, <laughs> yes. exactly. It's far yeah, out, man. There comes a point where I'm just like, ah, uh, I respect your opinion and I politely decline <laughs> to agree. Yeah, yeah. It's just not possible you know, the way that electromagnetic waves, the way that they actually work. I think some people are kind of trying to take 
they're trying to take like actual science and blend it with their legend. And I was like, yeah, I'm mm. fire. I have a story. To yeah. Instead, they're taking it to TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok. Yeah. I haven't yeah, even been good with that one. <laughs> Likewise, people have encouraged me since I like to dance, though. But <laughs> Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, one of well, she's pretty active on there, and she says that she'll get like random twelve or thirteen year old girl typing Ugh, cringe on like nothing cringeworthy just to be just oh. to be a jerk. Like those girls yeah. clearly are like being raised with very low self esteem. The other silver lining of things that may rise up with the newer generation and you know people that are going into school and college right now is that oh. these events are likely going to bring people wanting to go more into the field of health, public health, yeah. and the environment. You know, I think yeah. that this is putting things more on people's radars because it's so blatant. It's so in your face that this is all connected, even for the immunity factors. Like if people are staying active and they're like participating in the outdoors, they're mm -hmm. going to to fight off things that would uh, uh, approach their body, even like really massive things that we don't have defenses for, like, you know, vaccine wise or medicine wise right now, uh, like mm -hmm. the coronavirus, mm -hmm. you know, if we're doing the right steps, to stay healthy and stay active and eat well. And again, it's all part of body attunement and being aware of the environment as well. It's all connected. Mm -hmm. We're going to hopefully and likely see a lot more people taking career paths into those fields in the future. And that's encouraging, you know? Yeah, that is. I have a lot of friends, you know, who are going to school as nurses and they're like, it's no picnic. I basically have no social life for the next three years, but it you know, when all is said and done, they're definitely on the front line of defense against rapid pandemic versus a slow pandemic. Slow pandemic is what we want. Slow pandemic is where um, healthcare workers don't have to choose between individuals to care for because of lack of ventilators. Yeah, I think I think we're seeing a lot more of it too. I think you know, possibly even not. I know Tesla's been rising up to create some of that equipment. There's a lot of oh, places uh, creating textile masks, you know, and more mass production, like all of these supplies that we've been running short on because we weren't prepared as a country for a pandemic. They are getting mass produced right now. And I'm so glad that we see that rising up because it's like a no brainer. It's like this needs mm -hmm. to happen. It simply is a necessity that we all rise up and use whatever resources we can to, you know, fight this as some people are calling it a war against the virus, which is probably fairly accurate. We're all going to die one day when it's your time to go. It's your time to go. And what will be will be. But at the same time, yes, you can exercise common sense. You know, I think about after the pandemic and, you know, um, even after the CDC has cleared, said it's OK for people to no longer social distance. Are people still are, are people going to be like Pavlovian about it? hardwired to oh give you the side eye like i don't know if i mm -hmm. trust that you're not going to be a vector in this getting me sick uh yeah especially when visiting russia you gotta watch out you know like yeah. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just joking that, that sounds like a no. russian accent so i was just playing Dude, i was harnessing my ancestors for sure in that one um but i i heard that um in russia <laughs> In the motherland, if you are caught not social distancing, it's grounds for going to prison. Mm. Yeah, that's a big deal. It's not a bad thing to be implementing. I, I believe they're probably not the only country doing that. I, I can't remember all the facts that I read every day around the coronavirus right. because there's so many of them. Uh, but, uh, you know, obviously, this country, uh, <laughs> like we, we probably have the widest spread rate right now. Um, yeah. And, you know, we could be doing a lot more to crack down on that shit. Pardon my French. <laughs> well, I feel like um, Cascadia, like the region, Idaho, Washington, Oregon, Northern California, all that area is um, yeah. is actually seeing a decline in cases mm -hmm. because people are actually taking the advice of the governors and listening yeah. and staying home. Yeah. So, yep. I, I've been, I was just talking about that. <laughs> Interesting. They're making it. <laughs> like here in Eugene, I really have been noticing people taking it seriously overall. That seems Good. to be the trend. I, I think in big cities, like bigger cities, generally speaking in this country, it's probably just more naturally spreading like wildfire because it's a higher population density. Uh, right. You know, I also, maybe I'm a bit biased, but I would like to think that because the West Coast is, 
you know, generally a lot more progressive statistically, like we're usually ahead of trends. We're usually like spreading ideas that then spread to the rest of the United States later. I can see and then kind of hope again, it's just perhaps a bias and an opinion, but I would like to think that we are staying more informed overall mm-hmm. here. And I'm not saying that other people in the rest of the country are, but I do feel like that, you know, some of us have been a little bit ahead of the curve to speak yes. um, and how well, we've approached this. I find it incredibly curious that King County um, was the first place in the States to show the virus and it showed up in a senior home of all places. Mm-hmm. Was of it all places? Well, yeah. Was it? Well, that's an interesting know. theory. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so I mean, like pinpoint, you know, it's so. Mm, that is interesting. Well, it's also the thing is that they, it's the, one of the first places they administered testing. We're seeing these symptoms. So we're going to put some of the first, because there is so little testing available at that time, about a month, month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it, th- for me, I think there's, there's been some sort of strategic testing, but I can't fully know how that's mm-hmm. played out. Like, I don't know the behind the scenes on related. I haven't watched the, trends that I just know that that's been one area that we've really fallen short in this country. That's really ramping up. Finally, now we're testing like, like, Oh, this is fire. This is on fire right now. And like, now we can see that it's fire based upon this test. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) Couldn't confirm it with our own eyes. Yeah. Right. Yep. For sure. Hmm. Yeah. I just, I, I just find it curious that it showed up in a senior home instead of like an airport, which is, an air, I mean, an airport would be like more believable for whatever it is they're trying to achieve. I'm not going to go spreading mm-hmm. militia, but question things, that's for sure. Yeah. And it's important to question things, as you said, it's important to stay informed and aware of what's happening around you, within you, within your communities, your outer circles, mm-hmm. uh, what's happening in this country. You know, awareness is just a big word I've been spreading more. Uh, you know, I just want to spread more awareness. Yeah. That's great. Simply. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good mantra. So. Awareness. Hey, anyone can remember that. Just pause throughout the day. Take a deep breath. Awareness. Mm, awareness. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, today I behold all the abundance that surrounds me. Abundant to me means, you know, a full heart. It means satisfaction. It means I have, you know, all of my needs, you know, met and I have plenty. And abundance to me implies that I have enough to likely share as well. There's abundance. There's more than enough mm-hmm. um, of the things needed, um, both within and without. <laughs> when your cup runneth mm-hmm. over, then you can share freely. And it's really hard to give from an empty cup. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's uh, one more. Um, from this moment forward, I invite unlimited abundance into my life. Hmm. That's a nice one. Yeah. I love that one. And then, um, (laughs) swimming in body celestial transformation, elated and grateful and blessed. Hmm. That's beautiful. I feel like that can have a bit more visual. Oh yeah. To it. If you imagine it. Yeah, absolutely. I've been going deep lately reading this book, The Autobiography of a Yogi, and it's it, it's shown me the the way of of rekindling the magic within me. Yeah, I feel like we were getting into some pretty juicy content here talking about like healing ourselves through our ancestors and our ancestry mm-hmm. and our heritage. Look at money as spiritual currency. So it's not just mm-hmm. monetary worldly gain, but also for spiritual gain. I am starting a new relationship with money today. Money is good, pure, useful and necessary for my prosperity and growth 
Success and money accompany me here and now. I ask my parents, grandparents, and ancestors to the very origins of the family who lived in prosperity and abundance to inspire me. I ask that my parents, grandparents, and ancestors to the very origins of the clan who had difficulties due to lack of money to bless me as I choose to live differently. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's still very beautiful, you know? All these mantras, you know, I think mantras in general and people practicing mindful meditation, however it fits most comfortably with them, it's it's incredibly powerful, not just during this time, you know, during mm -hmm. any time in life, but I think particularly right now as we're trying to find direction. How can I now live when my schedule's been completely turned upside down, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really though. It starts with not necessarily following in our parents, grandparents, and ancestors' footsteps, but really paying attention when we're, you know, around for holidays and whatnot to the stories that our parents and, and grandparents and family members have to share about the clan because those are good guideposts. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. at the same time, we don't have to follow exactly in their footsteps. That's how maybe a lot of people say tied down or settled into a life that they say their father owned a furniture shop and they don't want to be a carpenter or a um, uh, woodsmith. Um, they want to be an artist. And their father was always like, no, you must follow in my footsteps. And they have to break through these chains, man. <laughs> and I think, I, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like the easiest way to do that again is to, is to turn back into the self and give thanks to the, the family members that were blessed with good fortune and prosperity and ask for inspiration from them. At the same time, ask for blessings from the ones who struggled based on our genetic code. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that all, you know, resonates and makes sense. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> I was wondering if you had any mantras or writing you would like to share with the listeners. One of my favorite ones that came through years ago, and it's one that many other people may have said in their own way or their own time. It's just a simple phrase. <laughs> it's be you to the full. Mm. Just mm -hmm. be yourself to the fullest, basically. But just obviously playing off the beautiful the word. <laughs> yeah. Oh, beautiful. And be you to the full <laughs> um, yeah that's I'll admit I may not keep a lot of regular mantras that I speak out loud to myself you know I just I personally do try to just carry myself in a way that you know hopefully my life just comes across as a, a mantra of mindfulness and awareness and compassion there is this really beautiful you listen to Ram Das sometimes yeah. mm-hmm you know, there's an artist, a music artist called East Forest. Oh yes, and I love they did, East Forest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they in the last eight months or the last year they created a, an album that has Ram Dass speaking, and they're like playing their music with his spoken words. It's really beautiful. Oh yes, yes, I have heard that. Yes, it is. It's great. Mm -hmm. It was really well put together. So anywho. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a great thought. Um, I think now more than ever, music like that, it kind of encourages us to slow down and be with our thoughts and be able to, to truly emit who we are as loving awareness. It just, mm -hmm. it'll take you far, man. <laughs>
So I had one other thought, and that was, do you want to share with the listeners more about what um, you've been doing in terms of outreach on social media with your socials? How can they find you on Instagram and Facebook and what have you? Sure, let's go ahead and do that. So my Instagram is all one word. It's heartlux. So the word heart, H-E-A-R-T and L-U-X, heartlux. Uh, that's uh, been my Instagram handle for a few years now. And I cool. post photography and writing and various other usually inspirational pieces on there. Uh, inspirational to me and hopefully others. Um, and then, you know, I do connect that to my as well. Facebook, you can find me by Seth Divine. That's S-E-P-H, uh, Divine, I-V-I-N-E. And there you can link to me. And through that, I am hoping to continue to launch more into my intuitive chain, which I currently have my coaching business called Intuition Unlimited and always bringing like reflection around love and life and you know, us as well. And so, so in tune with themselves that they feel confident moving through this world. And again, just going back to being themselves. Um, but I do link to that through my Facebook as well. And people can just contact me if there's any interest whatsoever in connecting through the, you know, modality of intuitive coaching basically is just me sitting with people some of that may just be through simple self-acceptance you know so there's yeah. a lot of approaches yeah. that i'm i'm evolving and, and playing with and growing with as well so that's yeah. great awesome i love it and seeing what possible blocks they may perceive that is keeping them from accessing their own inner answers or intuition because my goal is that people can not rely so much on external validation and external um, input. And thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. I feel like reaching out to my community at large has really helped me personally stay a little more sane during this time. And I hope that um, sometime this summer we can join together and dance with our community and our tribe. I look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would look forward to that. Social distancing doesn't need to stay in the extreme. We'll find our patience and we'll make do with what we do have. So I look forward to dancing and being in more community and festive environments in the future. Aww. And I send lots of love and compassion to you and Sierra and your connection. And I hope it is able to thrive and prosper continuously throughout this time and beyond Mm -hmm. thank you so much we receive that we send back love as well to all of you and uh yeah thank you so much for having me today (laughs) yeah it's been great maybe feel as if they've tapped into some healing energy within themselves with what we've talked about i look forward to speaking with you again soon and i hope that the listeners today can so Mm. love it that's a wonderful outlook on life and I think having that outlook is important so that um, you don't go down that that deep well of depression you know that you can exercise enough self-awareness to pull yourself up out of that and tap back into community that's always been there the whole time Absolutely. (laughs) Thanks for the chat. We'll talk soon. Sounds good. Talk soon. Much love. Bye. Much love. Bye. Hey y'all, I forgot to mention if you liked what you heard and you want to hear more of my sound offerings, feel free to check me out on SoundCloud at Radiant Music, R-A-D-I-A-N-T-M-U-Z-A-K, and feel free to follow me on Instagram at letter L, R-A-D-I-A-N-C-E, L Radiance. Talk soon. Bye.
If you liked what you heard, head on over to Apple Podcasts, search Universe Pondering Itself. When it shows up in your search results, click on it and please leave a review and rating. And after you've done that, take a screenshot of your rating and review and send it over to support at universeponderingllc.com. And as a thank you, we'll give you free access to a 60-minute masterclass, Let Go of the Scarcity Mindset, to help you effortlessly manifest success while quickly filling your bank account. Again, please leave a review and rating for Universe Pondering Itself over on Apple Podcasts. And after you've done that, take a screenshot of your rating and review and send it over to support at universeponderingllc.com. And as a thank you, we'll go ahead and give you access to our 60-minute masterclass, absolutely free. Thanks for your support. Hey there, before you go, are you looking for more high-level support and curious to see if I can help you reach new heights with your personal and professional life in an intimate setting? I am seeking three motivated individuals who want to scale to 10K months with their business. Whether you sell products or services, we'll powerfully collaborate and combine forces as I help you automate as many of your processes as possible so you can spend more time doing what you love and manifest money in your sleep. I will provide you with mindset coaching that I've acquired through my compassionate art studies at Harvard share insider business strategies, and help you blossom into an amazing entrepreneur who makes $10,000 a month or more. The universe is constantly expanding, so why limit ourselves? I'm well-versed in all aspects of starting a successful online business, everything from running a Facebook group, course, and digital product creation, to building a nourishing email sequence that will ensure you make sales. I'll use my Ivy League scholarly prowess to provide you with a comprehensive and extraordinary deep dive into yourself as you unearth your unique superpowers and construct business that does not burn you out, but rather fires you up. Imagine waking up every morning so ready to take on the day as you implement the proven strategies and techniques I share with you. As a cognitive scientist, and organic marketer. I can help you quickly scale your business to 10K or more every month in any industry. I will show you how to quickly grow your email list and following on social media to thousands of loyal, devoted subscribers without spending a penny on ads. If this sounds interesting to you, I invite you to message me, Lauren Radiance, directly by going to bit.ly forward slash message LR on FB and send me the words case study. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash M-E-S-S-A-G-E-L-R-O-N-F-B. This will pull up my Facebook messenger, so make sure you're already logged into your Facebook account. Send me the words case study and I will reply with details in 24 hours. Thank you.